Welcome to the Recombobulator Lab with Jason Gramnai and Chris Dominic. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. Do you believe in spirits? Like booze or ghosts? Really? It's always grog and ghosts with you, isn't it? What I mean is the essence of something. Oh, sure. Well, you know, we have a spirit down here in Australia. Really? So, like... Bundaberg rum? Enough, my bar mate. The spirit of Australia is in fact Qantas Airlines, our new sponsor. Well, that's been their tagline since the beginning of time. Oh, that's right. The Recombobulator Lab is now proudly sponsored by the safest airline in the world. You betcha. Now, John Travolta was their famous front man. He's a big pilot guy and had a vintage 707 he'd fly around. It featured in Rain Man. And they never fall out of the sky, which is super important for me when I choose an airline. And they offer organic hot chocolate and Tim Tams, a quintessential Australian biscuit or cookie, as you say, even in cattle class, where I do all of my traveling, sadly. So when we've beaten the pandemic to a pulp, fly Qantas and feel the spirit of Australia. Our guest today is Zane Lamprey, who is America's finest host of travel drinking shows. Are you, Zane, are you reading that? Or are you yeah. saying that? Because it feels like I can see you right now. You're reading it. So it's, it feels it's, like you're, you're Zane, not believing what you're saying. Give him, give, him, give, him, give him notes and give him stick. Well, I wrote it. Zane, I wrote it. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Come on, mate. <laughs> okay. Zane. Zane. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> right. We've started right. throwing him. Z- so Zane has has fired the flare of like demanding extemporaneousness. So here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a speech guy. So anyway, <laughs> so Zane is this amazing host who did three sheets back in the aughts, and he did four sheets more recently. Now, why did you refer to it world. as the aughts? Is that is that because <laughs> is that something that Jason has in? Because we don't say that here in the U.S. I don't say that. I, you so, what do you, you say? You don't say Zane? it either. Or is it is it a Canadian? What do you say, Zane? What do you we, say? We, we just don't refer to it. You just don't. We just don't talk about it. It's the lost decade. It's it? the lost decade. Yeah. The, the roaring twenties. We got the, the odds. No, we just we just don't talk about them. Okay, so so here's. Anyway, Zane, it was great having you on the show. Zane's done all this really cool stuff. He's also a guy who runs a clothing company, an environmentally cool clothing company. So he has a role similar to me and Jason, which is one of the reasons why I was interested in talking to Jane. To Jane. And then... Uh, he's also getting ready to go on this. Let me ask you a question, Chris. Do you want to start over? I'm not going to let you. I just want to know if you want to start over. Not if I'm going to read this. That's fantastic, Zane. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay. So this is going well. He's... Zane is just about to start a big comedy tour, yes. and, and we want to talk about that. But first, we want to get through this segment. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Zane, with all that stuff going on, yeah, I mean, how are you? How are you pulling this off? You know, it's interesting. I, I so before I jumped into this this conversation. So right now, the, the veil has been lifted. It's about it's eleven fifteen in the morning. I'm in mm-hmm. I'm in L.A., Portland, and and you guys are in Portland and Sydney. But you know, I was up probably at five and hopped into. I have to com- compartmentalize because mm. the big things I have going on right now are the tour. 
which is trying to lock down mm. 90 breweries in 90 cities before St. Patrick's Day, which is when the tickets go on sale. There's some shows that aren't until December, but we need them all to be locked down. So so the, so like, mm-hmm. and it's all like sort of COVID related because we're starting the tour in, in Florida and then, you know, in, on June 14th, running through all of Florida for about three weeks. Then we're in Texas, which are two states that are re- ready to open right now. You could probably do a, a comedy show there now. Yeah. And so we're doing it based on when we think these states will mm-hmm. open. So the, the Florida ones are like, yeah, let's do it. But if if you're reaching out to a, you know, a brewery in like, we reached out to one in Des Moines and they're like, I don't know if you know this, but there's a, you know, a pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, bro, <laughs> yeah, your thanks, date's man. not till like November 30th. Can we just like yeah. get it on? The- so it, it, that's part of it. And then the other side of it is adventure. So I kind of try to like get my headspace wrapped around something and dive into it. Then I... I try to make a hard line and then I jump into the apparel and have those conversations with my guys, investors, you know, things like that. Because, mm-hmm. well, they're both kind of fun, but one's a little bit more businessy. And at this point, one of, one of them's a little bit more logistical. And then there's the entertainment side, which is a completely other you know, mindset. If I'm if I'm writing my material or having, you know, conversations like this where I'm more right now, I'm more in the entertainer space, as you can tell by the amount of times I inter- interrupted you. I don't start most investor calls interrupting the guy and making fun of him. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Good so, to know. <laughs> you gotta get into different spaces. Yeah, that, yeah. Yes, I do. That's why I haven't raised any money. <laughs> Look, it's 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 crazy. And I'll tell you the the one other factor there's a lot of unknowns, right? Like we're assuming the country opens up on the 14th or, or, or we'll be able to start the, 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 the tour on the 14th. We're assuming the rest of the country opens up on, in August, September, and we're rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. We're building in contingencies. People, if people buy a ticket and we, we can't do the show because of COVID, we give them their money back. But, you know, it's it, the other thing is... Well, there's two things. Um, am I going to be funny? <laughs> That's because mm-hmm. I haven't performed the material yet. I've been writing it for a year and a half. And it's all sort of the, the logistics of how things are going. But I, I'm having fun. I keep my energy. And I think the, the the beauty of it is I get to I do get to bounce between things and keep things fresh inside of a day. Yeah. So oh, that, yeah. That's my that's a, the longest way anyone's ever answered that question before. No, no I really like it. I'm okay. just hoping <laughs> I'm just hoping Jason's going to ask a question at some point. He fell it's asleep. Just, did you do you see that right now? <laughs> he looks really comfortable and I'm a little worried because it's really early there. Come on. Um, that- <laughs> oh, sorry, man. So, so mean. No, that wasn't you. That wasn't uh, me making funny. That was my impression of you because I think you. right now it's like three in the morning yeah. in Sydney time. No, 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 no. Look, we have a little commonality because I've got an environmentally friendly baby diaper company. You've got Adventure Apparel and you've Mm -hmm. got this fantastic program where you you plant Mm -hmm. three trees for every product you sell. I've just finished reading David Attenborough's book, Mm -hmm. his his, his statement, and he talks about rewilding the world. Like plants and trees and getting the wilds back is critical. So I just want to learn a little bit more. How did you go from starting out TV show to now environmentally friendly entrepreneur? What's that journey like? It's always been ingrained in me. And I've always told myself subconsciously, don't rock the boat until you get to a point where you don't care who falls out of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and, and 
And it was kind of like evident that like that day's never going to come. You're never going to get your point where you feel you're strong enough or I, I I'm not there yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not at a point where I'm going to, I can tell half the fans to, to go to hell, which, which I wouldn't, I, you know, everyone's amazing, but it's like, I just decided that I have to start making change now. I'm not getting any yeah. younger. Yeah. And if any, if I'm passionate about anything in my, in my life, you know, outside of family, it's how do we fix what's happening with the planet? And I could go down, this interview could take a complete 180 right now. Yeah. And I could, I could talk until I'm blue in the face about the importance of the environment and wildlife and sustainability and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's this internal struggle because, so this is where it'll make sense. It's kind of like, mm. There's a person, I'll, I'll make up her name. It's vegan something. Like her Instagram handle was like vegan, vegan Melinda. That's not her name. but And and she was wearing it a little too much on her sleeve. And yeah. and she would post mm. things like, you know, Instagram posts that made you sad, even though right. I would agree that they are things that need to be need to be talked about it and, and seen. But she would lose followers. So then yeah. she just changed her like Instagram to Melinda such and such. And she's like now weaves it in and she's now growing her, her, her mm-hmm. you know, her, her follower base. I know that I can't, I have to sort of, you know, pull back the reins a little bit on what I'm feeling and not always wear that stuff on my sleeve. Mm. So what I'm trying to do with this, with the, with adventure and planting three, three trees and sustainability and all that kind of is, is start the conversation. Mm-hmm. We plant three trees. We talked about at different points, like making it want to be save the wolves or, yeah. you know, like save wildlife. But some people were like, screw the wolves. They eat all my sheep or whatever it is. You're <laughs> Like you can't just, you can't make everyone happy, but, but even though wildlife really, that's the reason we're doing what we're doing. No one hates trees. If you Mm, hate trees and you're listening to me and you're a fan of, of any of the three of us, you go to hell right now. You leave, you leave. We don't want you. We don't want you. And we don't understand you. (laughs) That would be weird. Truth bombs everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that is so interesting. It's interesting from a that consumer interaction where it's like you can't hit people over the head with it. You've almost got to sneak up behind it. And I think you're, mm-hmm. the fact right. that you've come, your background, the, the TV show, the series, Chug and other things, you can kind of sneak up behind people and they're, oh, there you go. They're sustainable. They're more sustainable. It's, it's, really, it's really remarkable. So I've got one of your jackets. It's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. I gave that. a friend one too. I'd like to um, buy one, but you don't sell them in Australia. Whatever. Oh, we're American. Uh, we don't sell in Australia. Well, no, we sh- we definitely ship to Australia. We we don't ship to um the, the the UK anymore because the UK it was like this huge thing now because of Brexit about yeah. like shipping mm. there. And it was like yeah. the duties on the jacket were going to be like half the price of the jacket. And it was it got so confusing. We're just like we got to put a pin in it for now. It's it's yeah. just, it, it's going to work itself out. But right now it's like I can't sell you a two hundred dollar jacket and, sh- and charge you a hundred dollars for shipping. I, I don't value added tax or whatever. Yeah. Is that what that uh, is? Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's the. It's yeah, it's, it's it's the it's the British version of it, and 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 okay. you know that's it. I have a great following. I never say of, of me, but of the shows I've done in Australia, Canada, UK, obviously English speaking, but that's like you know our biggest markets. Ireland, obviously one, but it's just yeah, that whole thing just with the that whole Brexit deal got kind of, kind of weird. Again, I, I think it's going to work itself out, but you know mm. that it, that's you know think about me on any of the shows that I've done. So for anyone who doesn't know who I am, because I 
was too much of an ass to let Chris properly introduce me. <laughs> I, I traveled around the world learning about cultures by drinking, right? So I would, I've drank I've, in 71 countries, 72 if you count the Vatican. The, po- the Pope is, he's a, he's a, he's a hoot. Um, a lot of wine, <laughs> a lot of sacramental wine. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then did the same thing in the US and then went back on the road and did it with Nat Geo with, uh, with Chug and then also did it for, for four sheets. You might think, and it's okay if you do, <laughs> like, I don't want to ruin anybody's ideas of what I'm doing. You might think when the cameras aren't rolling, I'm going to, I, I continue to drink and I'm going nuts and whatever. But the truth is when I'm in those places, I love to sit down and have a drink with people. I love to learn about the culture and have a drink. I'm not as interested in how you made your wine, how you made your beer, right. how you made your spirits. I'm more interested in you. I want to know about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the politics. I just want to hear about you and how, what, how your family got here and that kind of thing. And so the time that I'm not shooting, mm. I'm usually hiking. I might go on like, depending where I am, I might go on a safari. And we've always talked about the fact that we think it's more interesting what we do off camera than what we do right. what we on camera. And it's right. also oh, yeah. the, the impact of shooting in, in some developing countries. When you see what's happening there environmentally, it's 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 very conflicting. I wish that I wish mm. that as a person I could do something. And so now to tie it all together, that's, that's right. what I'm trying to do with, with adventure. I love so it. So this goes to one of the questions I really wanted to ask you, Zane, which is when other people have asked about your show, I hope you take this the right way. The shorthand I use you is can't, you can't offend me. <laughs> do you like the Anthony Bourdain shows? And they, if they say yes, I say you'll like this because Zane is the Anthony Bourdain of drinking. I've been called I've been called the Anthony Bourdain of drinking. It does not bother me. One person that did call me that was Tony. So so we became friends in doing this. And he I had a Food Network show and which replaced was didn't replace his slid in his spot oh. and he was very pissed off at me N- didn't take the chance to get to know me said some said some like not nice things about me so then i was like let's have it out you know and so we did it we did it offline and emails and and and, and stuff like that and then at the end i acknowledge where i fit on, on the totem pole with tony and myself mm. and so i was like out of respect let's put this to bed. It was like, you know, and he goes, to be clear, you're not a food guy. I don't, I didn't think you were a good choice for hosting a food show. I love three sheets. Tony, mm. start with that next time. Okay. And then we won't have an issue. Like, what are you doing? Why are you so confrontational, man? And even towards the end, when I, the last show that I did was called Four Sheets, which I did for a short-lived network called Drink TV. And by the way, you can still watch this stuff for free. If you go to drinktv.com, you can watch Four Sheets, the show that I did. We ended up going to Mexico City because we were mm-hmm. supposed to go to Cuba and Tony was possibly going to meet us there and and jump into into the show. And oh, then wow. and then obviously he he passed away and you know all that all that stuff. But it was interesting because we almost crossed paths in the show and I have to say, like, I was really I was hurt because I lost who I considered, you know, uh, a a mentor and a friend. I think more of a mentor than a friend. There wasn't a lot of opening up. You know, we did have good conversations, but I was really looking forward to him seeing four sheets and being proud of me, you know. And so Mm -hmm. that's that was a thing that was like, you know, my my father passed away 20 years ago and then or more, I guess, 30 years ago. And and then Tony and it's just like it's not like I'm looking for a father figure to at, at this age to fill that but i really would have loved it if he saw it and said that he liked it you know so the answer to your question is no i i, I don't mind that that analogy <laughs> at all 
Well, that's really cool because it's so inspiring to learn as much as you do in these. The The overall vibe of the show, you avoid this plastic Hollywood thing mm. that is so hard for these shows to mm -hmm. avoid. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've ever watched one of your shows and thought, he doesn't really mean that. One in particular inspired me and people, of my friends and my family so much that we went to... Switzerland mm -hmm. because of four sheet Switzerland. Got it. it was just the that shot you guys have of the of the valley there is just bonkers. And we watched the whole thing. We watched it a couple of times. We mm -hmm. looked in it. We were like, let's just go. Yeah. And we ended up going and we had such a good time. We were actually at one of the places that you identified. That I was at, you mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. So okay. it was the rat house or the Roth house. Sorry, the rat house sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that the one on the water? It's the one on the water. Yeah, sure. Wow. We sent this to you. And said, hey, thanks for the inspiration to visit this country. We're having a great time and people have been really great. And and you wrote back and said, man, I'm jealous. I'm not there with you guys. I had too much fun there. And I remember thinking, OK, any thought that I was trying to portray you as an ass earlier, that would be the idea that this is a guy who's got a national show and we send him something just because it, we figure it's nice to mm -hmm. give feedback to somebody yeah. who probably who knows. But for you to respond like that was really powerful. And it, it gets a lot of loyalty out people, right? All the people I know that saw that were like, oh, that's so great. I love that guy. I'm going to watch his shows. You know, I, no, look, I, I appreciate that. And I'm making something that is out for public approval. And it's, it's, it's like, I hope you like me. I hope you like what I'm making. I hope you like where we've gone, the decisions that we've made. It's not like, you know, I, I got some advice from a, a comic the other day. So I sent him my act. I'm like, hey, here's my act. Mm. And, you know, give me, give me your input. He, he, he came up first of all, I'll tell you two things. One, he came up with the worst joke. And I was like, dude, <laughs> do you even know my brand? So one thing we haven't touched on is that my wife and I run an animal rescue. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think in the house right now, there's like 15 cats and two dogs. Whereas a few weeks ago, there were 16 cats and 14 dogs or 15 <laughs> dogs at one point. It's like an urban farm. It, it, it very, very much <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, it's we're, we're definitely not zoned for this, but we, we'll, we'll, we'll get like, you know, it's, it's we've taken the hard luck cases. So anything like people mm -hmm. find puppies in really rough shape or cats in rough shape, we'll take them in, we'll triage them, we'll treat them. And then, and then we'll give them out to other fosters. Each one will get a puppy and then they'll kind of acclimate that puppy. And then they'll either be a foster fail, meaning they end up keeping the, the animal because they name it and they get too attached or mm. they'll foster that animal out. So, so Jason... Yes, Jason, good point. So so my my buddy uh was wrote a joke for me. And I was talking about like when you have craft beer, I kind of label it like one craft beer, you loosen up. Two craft beers, it gives you the courage to go ask someone out or talk to someone, like talk to a girl, talk to a guy, whatever. And then it kind of goes through the list. And he's like, How about you you say you get to a certain point and you have too many coronas, which by the way, this is a craft beer tour yeah. craft beer. <laughs> Outrageous. So you missed the mark on that one. Who is this wanker? He's like, How about you had so many how about if you have six, you had six Coronas and you started hitting the dog with a pool cue because you thought it was a pinata? I was like, uh, wow. Wow. I go, boy. welcome mm. to the, like, when were you funny in the 1970s yeah. or something? Like, wow. that was time, time for a new comedy coach. And I was like, yeah. and he's a buddy. He's like, hey, man, there's no, no bad ideas. I'm like, well, there, that was no, one. There's one. There are bad ideas. There's one. That was a bad idea. Yeah, that's right. a bad idea. Yeah, let's let's do some domestic violence jokes. Yeah, while we're exactly. At it. <laughs> but he also said, you know, and then I said, so my opening joke, and I don't know if this will stay as my opening joke because you know it, it it evolves over time. My opening joke is like, hey, everybody, we're all here because we have we have a few things in common. 
We love craft beer. We could all use a good laugh. And we're all pretty sure that Zane Lamprey dyes his beard. So that that's the joke, you know? Right. And he goes, he crosses it off and he goes, we're all here because we have, we have one thing in common, women. And I was like, jeez, oh. dude. Like, and my wife is a very big part of my, of who I am and my brand and everyone knows Mel, my wife, and a lot of people follow her as well. And I'm like, dude, I, we're good on notes. I don't need any more notes from you. (laughs) I'll uh, I'll get back to you. I'll get get back back to you. Yeah. You go do this show. I'm going to see how, how it goes with your misogynistic animal cruelty humor. Wow. (laughs) I I won't say that his name is Neil. (laughs) <laughs> that's, what his, that's what his parents named him, but I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to call him out. That'd be mean. Yeah. Be mean. <laughs> Speaking of the shows you've done and the fact that you know watching Chug and I was thinking watching it going, if this guy keeps drinking when the cameras are off, I mean, I want to see his liver. I want to check out the degree <laughs> of the cirrhosis. Like, oh my god! I mean, you're having so much fun. Yeah, so right, right, right. It was yeah. so great to yeah. to hear that. You know, when you go to these countries, you get a real insight. Now, as an Aussie watching your episode of Chug in Sydney and in uh, rural New South Wales. It was, yeah, you know, how, how, how did we do? You did great because so Chris and his family came down to Sydney and they lived, uh, they, they stayed upstairs here and, uh, you know, 300 meters from the RSL mm-hmm. where you, you filmed some of your episode. So as an Aussie yeah. watching someone come into Australia, I was like, oh, well, okay. let's, well, let's, let's, let's talk about that because so, so the, what you sent me before we even met was you sent me a screenshot of the Chug episode at the RSL. And so if people don't know the, the RSL is kind of like the, um, you know, it's, it's returning, uh, services league. Is that yep. correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's so, right. So it's it's like veterans of VFW. It's our VFW, yep. veterans of yeah. foreign wars. And yeah. so it's, but it's a it's it's a great pub, and you can go there and you can buy a membership, which I think is pretty cheap, and get in there, or whatever. And so we were there, and we were shooting on the the corner of the balcony, which was sort of a glass balcony, glass walls. We had an amazing view of the beach. And so behind the guy that we were that we were interviewing, you screenshot it, and you're like, "That's yeah. my apartment right there." Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's your place. That's yeah. that's it. So, so it's just like, wow. It's, that, yeah, that was like that was pretty amazing. And then I went on. I'm like, well, who, who is this guy? And I go and I found like your maybe it's your LinkedIn photo or something like that. And oh, yeah. Sure enough, you're standing <laughs> on the balcony with, with the RSL sort of in the background. So yeah. like, no, that's, that's Jason's check me out. Yeah. yeah. Photo. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's his like I've made it. That's exactly. I don't know about that. <laughs> I live here. Yeah. 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 I live yeah. here. And, and you know what? That means you don't. Yeah. yeah, as a yeah. local though, as a local watching that episode was brilliant because you pulled out things that Aussies might not know. Like your episode, those conversations in the rocks with those two guys was just so cool and so not typical. And I don't, I don't ever want to do this, but I'm yeah. going to do it. When I think of you and Oprah, which I do a lot. <laughs> I mean, Oprah came down here and did a okay. big old thing together. Um, you know, big. A mm-hmm. big. It was it was paid for by the Australian Tourist Commission, but it was all very predictable, you know, oh, wow. opera house and other things. But you, un- you just unpack some really cool stories yeah. through the lens of beer, and it was hilarious. So you know, watching even what you drank, you drank uh, Victor Bravo's, uh, what are they called, Victoria Bitter. You drank Two Is New, and then you drank some of that Maybe more citrusy, right. Yeah, right. you know, all that citrusy bloody microbrew crap the kids are drinking <laughs> these days. But um, I thought it was very cool that you could, um, you you know, we. Leaving stories through through beer is just so cool. And of course, Australians, we're, you know, 90% of us are convicts, 93% of us are Irish. We drink like mad. Um, <laughs> so it just worked perfectly. So I just thought it was yeah. wonderful. And then when I did see that yeah. shot of the RSL, I thought, oh my God. One quick thing on the RSL, which is hilarious. And I think I took Chris's family there. Is at 6 p.m. every night? Did, did yeah. you, were you there at 6 p.m. potentially? Yeah, that was, uh, you, you deliberately took me there so uh, you could show me this, this 
thing. So six o'clock every night at every RSL around Australia, um, everyone's got to stand up. Everyone's got to stand up and they mm-hmm. play the last stand wow. and they shall not grow weary. We will remember. And so it's it's a, it's a really remarkable thing. Yeah. So the rugby's on in the background and half the place is betting and suddenly it's like, and everyone stand up and it's a minute silence every night at 6 p.m., which is amazing. It's very cool. It's very cool. They, they, yep. Do they mute the TVs now? Yep, absolutely. And oh, it's, yeah. it's bloody serious. Like it's not. Wow. And that is think awesome. about that. At 6 o'clock, you could be seven sheets to the wind by 6 p.m., but no, no, you're going to. Yeah, right. You know what, what's funny about that is is we don't have anything in America that's really like that except mm. for maybe the Star-Spangled Banner. But the reality is, is even Jane knows this, during the Star-Spangled Banner, there's always some guy like having a conversation yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always like. I don't think you can get Americans to shut up. I you know I, I think there, 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 we're, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. But yeah. one, one of the big things is that we are so diverse. You know, I was talking to someone about this the other day. They're like, what's the difference between traveling around the U S and traveling around Europe? And I was like, look, take, you know, Russia out of the mix. And the, in the U S is bigger than Europe, bigger than the EU, you know? And, and, and whereas those lines are more clearly drawn because of the country name, the language, the traditions, the, the governments that are there, you know, we're sort of one, one big group and we're very difficult to corral. We're very (laughs) difficult to like, say like, Hey, by the way, if you guys can just be good for two weeks, let's call it a month, 30 days. Don't interact with anyone for 30 days. The virus will be gone. Oh, and then, we're, and then, and then, you know, as, as Americans, our first thing is we're like, well, I know my rights and I don't have to do that. You know, okay, well, then you're going to be sick and a lot of you are going to die. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you know, it, and, 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 it's, and, it's a, it's, and it's a horrible thing. And, and there's, there's beauty in it, of course, you know, in, in our, in our diversity, but there's also a lot of strife in it. And I would, and I don't know the population of, of, of Australia. I would bet it's probably it's, do you know what it is? 25 Jason? million, 25 million, 25 million. So, so it's the population. It's like smaller than California. Yeah. It is oh yeah. 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 So it's a lot, it's a lot easier. And we can, and in California, we can't even get our together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We don't have a first amendment right to, you know, right for free expression. So I can travel anywhere. We don't have that mentality. But we are incredibly compliant. And so when the chief health officer yeah. says, do this, we do it. So, And the other huge thing, I think, for us just on this whole COVID thing is the fact that we are the size of America with a population half of California. So we're very dispersed, which right. is unhelpful if you're a virus. And the other last thing is being on the beach, we've just been reading, is, is right. actually quite good for a virus. Like the sun knocks it out. You know, it's actually quite interesting. They've done a lot of social distancing on the beach. So once the car park's full, you can't come on the beach. But they were doing more research. We haven't had a case in 40 days. We've only had 909 people die in Australia. That's crazy. No. Is that showing off, Are you serious? Yes, Zane. 909 deaths? Deaths. And and we're over half a million. Yeah, yeah. And Zane, I just saw a video of of, of Jason just posted, and everybody's hanging out, like, shopping outside with yeah. no, no masks they yeah. don't yeah i had a pack. friend i had a friend that was at a concert like yeah. what are you doing yeah no yeah. they're they're not living the same life we're living right now they're way ahead of us because it's they just, were compliant well yeah, good on, good on, good on you and and i don't think yeah. we're even allowed to go there right no uh, and we can't we, we and we right? can't go there if i have to come to america although, for work although, have, although i'm just mm. like you could you could adopt me i think yeah <laughs> Absolutely. Just this I'd I'm love just coming that. up with ideas. Nope. No yeah. bad ideas, right? No, no bad, bad ideas. ideas. No, no bad. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, apparently there's at least one. So. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or two, I think. That's Neil right. covered it. At least, at least two. Right. So, so, Zane, you know, 
in my work, I have to take these really complex communication issues and try and, in the shortest period of time, explain to me. That's- I love I love how Jason's showing us how big his place is right now. I, I know that was nice. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big. Can one. I see that here? Is and, that a good? And it's uh, it's loud. Yeah, well, okay. you know, the, the, we can hear the waves crashing. I'm sorry. It's just, it's, it's get just back, get back in your cave, Jason. We don't need to see where you are. I and we are thought, not. I thought you wanted to see me, Zane. It's okay. No, back in the cave. Know, Jason, in, in all fairness, I thought I, I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! What? What just happened? I don't know. I, I, you know, I thought we were ready for that, but, you know, I'm not sure if we were. I, I um, think we should stop the podcast, cancel it, and go back to school. I, I think we, 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 our asses were handed to us. Holy cow. It was an onslaught. Was My so goodness. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got to say, you got to love it when you have a comedian on and they just guarantee you're going to be funny. So... Like, you know, they, he's got his bit and it's awesome. Oh. I mean, and I, but, you know, I got to say, I learned a few things, too. I was we obviously got rolling so hard that we realized we're never going to be able to do this in one episode because we've really tried to kind of keep these to around a half hour. So we're breaking it into two. We're going to go two parts. We got a whole nother half of this next week. It's going to be great. Yeah. And so uh, thanks so much for all your feedback and questions. And thanks for continually listening to us. Next week is going to be better than this week, I think. We're going to find out who killed JR. If you know that reference, you'll be over 50. It's going to be fantastic. That's right. And Zane's going to talk about his tour and tickets going on sale and all that kind of stuff. So we'll be able to wrap this up in a bow perfectly just with the timing of when his tickets go on sale for his tour. It'll be great. So thanks, everybody. Please continue to pass us along to people who you think might like the podcast. Please continue to give us feedback. We really, really mm. appreciate that. That's been so, so helpful for us. We've, uh, we really feel like we've grown as a result of your feedback to us. So thank you for that and have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Thank you for joining us at the Recombobulator Lab with Chris Dominic and Jason Graham Nye. Catch you next time.